Hello, hello, Light Tribe. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Each Other Home. I am your host, Danny, and today I am talking with my friend, Natalie Newhart. She is a mindset and nutrition coach who teaches self-mastery. In this episode, we talk about Natalie's journey through being a professional athlete in the CrossFit Games and bodybuilding. We talk a little bit about her struggles with overtraining and disordered eating and how she found her way back to peace and presence through training her mind and finding her spirit. Natalie was a guest coach on my course, Conscious Champion, where she taught us all about a healthy mindset and how to design the life that we want from a state of being. And she also helped me at a time in my life where I was so lost. She helped me create vision for the first time since I was on the Olympia stage. And and we are hosting a retreat together in March in Sedona, Arizona. So I am so excited for what this year has in store for us and our collaborations together. And I'm also so excited to bring you this episode. Um, it's packed of value and little nuggets. And I think a lot of things that everybody can relate to. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed recording it. Thank you so much for watching. And I cannot wait to see you on the next episode of Talking Each Other Home. And this episode is brought to you by Conscious Champion, my coaching business and baby. So Conscious Champion is a 12-week masterclass designed to help you discover and become aligned with your highest mental, physical, and spiritual self. So originally, this course was designed for bodybuilders to help them get out of their body and get connected to a healthy mindset in the universe inside and outside of them. And after running this course a couple times, I am now realizing that I don't think this course is just for athletes. I think it's for every, everybody and anybody who has a mind, body, and spirit and who wants to live a little more consciously connected and in alignment. And so just to give you a little overview of this course, it's a 12-week journey together where we meet once a week, every week. And during our team calls, either I'll be leading the call and we'll be talking about the universe or chakras or energy, or I have experts coming in to talk about mind, body, and spirit. So I've had people come in and talk about gut health, talk about nutrition, astrology, business, mindset, manifesting, and the list goes on and on. And so other than the team calls, I also have course content, which includes all of the guest speakers from the last three rounds, over a hundred videos of me talking about mindset through bodybuilding, um, and yoga and meditation videos. So this is a course that is huge and it continues to grow and grow each and every time that I run it. And so this will be the fourth fourth time that I launch it and it'll be in February, 2022. So if you have any interest at all in joining conscious champion, I would love nothing more than to see you on team calls and to help you become aligned with your spirit, your mind and build a better body. So please message me on Instagram at danny.reardon or Email me at ifbbdanny at gmail.com and I will be more than happy to set up a connection call with you and see if it's a good fit for both of us. All right, everybody, enjoy the podcast. Okay, Natalie, welcome. Oh, thank you so much, dude. It's always it's always a treat to be anywhere around you, talking to you, being just in your energy. Mm. 
Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. So I'm, I'm so excited we're talking today and I wanted to just go ahead and start this conversation because first we started off with the podcast name, which is talking each other home. Yeah. And I just really love how you put your hand on your heart and it resonated in some part of your soul. Um, and so I guess, tell me a little bit about like, so when I said talking each other home, like, what did that feel like for you? Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny, like I've, uh, I've been kind of thinking about anytime I it, like, like it just, when I do my met, like when I go out and I do my inner work and, you know, I'm like doing my stillness, like it just feels right. It just feels complete. It just feels like, it feels like home. It feels like home. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to get lost. It's so easy to get lost. And so like when, God, when you like, just, I love the name of your podcast because it's just, we need more people talking about what, like, you know, where is home and, and, and talking each other home. Like, how do I get there? People don't even know that it exists, you know, until you just take away all the distortion from the mind and, oh my God, you know, so it's just, it's just, yeah, it just, uh, it feels whole. It feels like love. Mm, yeah. like, it's home. like peace. Yeah. yeah like, ah, that's so, okay, cool. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. and like for me, soul, uh, home is like soul spirit, that inner space that we get to visit all the time. It's, and like, when we get to talk to each other about how we get there and we all have like a different pathway to get home. Um, and it almost reminds me of like a good home cooked meal. Like when, when your mom or your grandma makes you something that's like, that's that feeling when you close your eyes and you're like, oh yeah, I remember this little space. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't have many of those kind of memories, but, um, it just, and my family isn't even very tight. So it's like, it, like when we talk about home, I don't even feel like family, mm. like a relation, but it just feels like home to my soul, like who I am, my spirit and and it just makes me um, just appreciate everything that I've been through, you know, like just every every challenge, every obstacle, um, setback has just has built my spirit, my soul mm -hmm. into this just, you know, where it's at today. And and I'm so proud of it, you know, like there's there's a lot to be proud of. It's what has made me so strong. It's what you know, it's, it's what's allowed me, it's what brought me home. Right. Mm -hmm. I had to go like far away from home, like, you know, just in the trenches of pain and suffering through in my, the, my expression through of that was through athletics, you know, and eating disorders and stuff like that. And, um, and I had to go through all of that for me to find myself again. And it's just, it's such a relief when you can not only find it for yourself, but then allow, you know, help share that and help others find it. I mean, it's, it's the most gratifying thing in the world. I agree. I agree. Okay, cool. So, so much, a couple of things came up for me, how, and we've both been on a journey where we've been so far away from home, like yeah. so far into our mind or into our bodies or into social media or into the sport that we were doing. And that's like, while all that is like super great, we weren't serving from like this place, like the home place. And so sometimes we have to be pulled so far away from home so far out of balance in order to come back to it. And then we know like how good it feels and how good it also feels to bring other people back to that spot. And it's kind of like, that miss it's like a hole it leaves a little hole in like your being when you don't exactly know what it is but then you find it and you're like oh yeah this 
this was there the whole time. And this is kind of maybe why the eating stuff happened and why the overdoing it with sports happened is because this, we were trying to fill something that Mm -hmm. was in the wrong spot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the hard part about that is you can want it so bad for other people, but, um, it's not, sometimes it's, it's just not, they're not ready, you know, they're not ready for that. And so I know like, you know, just five years ago, if you would have talked about, if I would have heard this, I would have been like, what is this gibberish? Like, what is she talking about? But I've always been okay. curious, yeah. right? I've always been like, there's something there that, that it's not like, you know, some rant, like there's a reason why there's lots of people talking about this, you know? So it's not like just, you know, Danny's going crazy and talking like some, you know, woo woo shit. No, this stuff's real. But you have to be, you have to get to a place in your life. I think most people will get to a place where there is so, there's so much pain that mm-hmm. they find that, um, that they find this, you know, this going home sort of approach or, um, you know, just they understand what it means. Um, and, but like, you know, it, you just, you can't, not, not everybody is going to be ready for it. Like everybody has their own time and you can't like, I, you can want it so much for people, but they have to be able to do the work. They have to be willing to sit still and go through that transformation process. And that beginning is very bumpy. It's very rocky, I think, in the beginning because <clears throat> our culture is just, you know, all about not sitting still, not re- not taking time to, you know, listen to the mind or, you know, take care of the body and like really appreciating and, you know, um, you know, being this loving sort of spirit. And, um, and so, you know, you're going against the grain. And in order to do that, like, you've got to be in a, I feel like a certain amount of pain for you to kind of just be willing to do something different, you know? Yes, definitely. It's almost like feeling the not home. Like sometimes we have yeah. to feel like all these thoughts in our head, like that is not home, but like we believe it is, you know, cause we're so consumed by these thoughts that like our doubt or fear or telling us we're not good enough. And like, that feels like home because it's familiar, yes. but it's actually, so sometimes we get to home by learning what not home is. Yeah. Um, and another thing came up too, like, I think the, one of the, no, I don't want I don't know if easiest is the right way. Um, for us to help other people go home. Like if we are there ourselves. Oh, hundred percent. You can't, yeah. You can't fake this shit. Yeah. yeah right. It's yeah. like a, people feel it. It's like a vibration oh, yeah. that you feel cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it takes work. Like that's the thing is like, you know, you think it, when you look at people on Instagram meditating, you don't think like they're doing much, you know, but well, I mean, at least there's all sorts of meditations, right? Like with the kind that I do, I'm very much aligned with who I want to be. So I'm always Mm -hmm. kind of like, yes, I do like stillness and silence and stuff like that. But, but I'm also very much training the mind to always orient on, you know, what's the life I want to create? Who do I want to be? And how do I think that way? How do I become that? Um, so, um, but you know, it's, it's effort, it's work, because like you said, it's, it's unfamiliar and anything that's unfamiliar, it's, it's gonna, you're gonna have to step out of that comfort zone and just kind of have faith that like, this is, you know, this is uh, the right path, you know, and, and that's why it's like, you got to be in a, I feel like it, you know, you're only going to do that if staying the same is more painful, you know? Yes. That is such a good way to put it. And it's like, I think about meditation or going 
into yourself, um, like going to the gym, like the first bicep girl you do when you have never worked out before is super uncomfortable. It's not connecting, right. It's not lifting, right. It doesn't even feel right. But like, if you keep showing up and you keep doing those bicep curls, eventually you'll have a little bicep to pose. Um, but like, same as meditation is like the first one is like, I don't even know if I'm doing this right. Your mind is all over the place. Your back starts to hurt. It's like, what the fuck am I doing? But then if you keep showing up to the, to your meditation cushion or wherever, eventually it starts to click and make sense. But like, if you don't keep showing up and practicing, it's never going to feel right. Just like working out. So when I say that, um, doing meditating is like doing bicep curls for your spirit. People are like, Oh, okay. Like I can get behind that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I like to orient to, yeah, it's just like training the body. You know, mm-hmm. you have to put in the repetition, you have to put in the time, the effort, you know, and it's, it's, and I think of it like you, you need both, right? Like, well, I mean, for, my belief is that you need hard training, you know, to, to just strengthen the body and who doesn't want to look and, you know, feel good. Um, but you also need soft training. And that's what I consider like, you know, meditation or Qigong or, you know, any of those uh, softer practices is it's you're, you're, you're training the internal, you know, of the body, right? And you're training the mind and you're training the spirit and you're training the soul. Um, and just like with, you know, when you hit the gym, like it requires consistency, repetition, effort for it to become, yeah, to, for it, for you to start to see the results. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, so inner training. Okay. So you were in the CrossFit games, you did bodybuilding and I'm sure you've done like other sports and stuff like that. When did it start to click for you that inner training was a thing? Mm. Um, yeah, so it wasn't until probably like three years ago. So it's pretty recent, you know? Um, but basically kind of in a nutshell, like I had gone through, um, you know, the being an athlete with at the CrossFit games, um, all like the sponsorship, you know, just competing at a high level and stuff. And then I went into bodybuilding and then I decided to, um, that's where I, I, created some really poor, like some bad eating disorders, you know, some really messed up relationships with food. And, and then I decided to go back into CrossFit and that's when my body just started to fall apart. Like I, um, I was just always operating out of a place of fear, right? Mm -hmm. Fear, um, of not doing enough fear that I need to work harder, like that I need to accomplish that I need to win, that I just need to do all these things I have to, you know, stand on the podium, fear of getting fat. So I would just find myself like at the gym two, three, four times a day just to hold my figure because of my eating disorder. Like Mm -hmm. it was just, there was just so much tension and so much fear in my body um, that I ended up gaining 20 pounds in two months, not from food and not from, uh, yeah, not from food. It was from stress. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I was, eat, I was working out plenty and I was eating actually like spot on with macros. Right. Cause I was like an obsessive macro tracker. Um, and that's when I realized that you could get, you know, that I, I was losing my body because of stress. Mm-hmm. I was a, like adrenal fatigue, hypothyroid, uh, diagnosed as diabetic, um, as an athlete and, and also stress induced menopause. Mm-hmm. And so it was at that moment, I had to take a hard look and be like, oh my God, what I'm doing, which is, you know, obsessing over working out and, you know, and macros and tracking food and stuff like that, 
um, was literally killing me. Like it was, it was the thing that you're supposed to do to be healthy was actually making me very unhealthy mm. just because of the extreme that I took it because my mentality is a bit extreme. It's, it's very like all in. So I had to, I, I realized like, I can't, I can't operate this way. And so that's when I started to, you know, kind of take a step back. I started to incorporate less, like I started to incorporate more walking, just kind of like some slower things, some baths mm. and stuff like that. And that worked for a little bit, right? Like the physical stuff. But then I just put all my energy and all my drive uh, towards my business. And I started to overwork my business and I, and my whole body blew up again. I gained weight. Um, you know, my uh, insulin levels went out of control, like everything. And that's when I realized, oh, this isn't a physical um, solution to, to being healthy and fit. I have to train my inner game. I have to train the way that I think, the way that I drive, the way that I feel. I can't live every day in a constant state of anxiety and overwhelm and fear of not doing enough. And then I have to do more in order to feel good, to earn my peace, blah, blah, blah. And that's when I realized this is, this is an, this is an inner game that we're playing here for fitness and happiness. Um, and that's, that's when I started to put all my focus towards mindset really. Oh God, that's so huge. Thank you for sharing that story. Cause yeah. I know there are people out there who are like beating their head against a wall, trying to lose weight and they're, and, and, and I think what you said too, is operating from a state of fear. That is so, that was a big turning point for me in bodybuilding when I was doing cardio because I was afraid to lose. And like, think about people who do cardio because they're afraid to lose. They freaking hate cardio. And yeah. for me, that's like the Darth Vader voice. That's like, who likes to lead with fear versus the Jedi voice who's doing cardio because they love to win. Yeah. And so being afraid to lose and loving to win. And that's what I teach in conscious champion too. Um, yeah. and that's a huge shift. And like, even I'm sure you do you teach that with your clients. Like, absolutely. Yeah, that is, cool. that is like the number one, one of it's like the foundation of everything. I didn't mm -hmm. realize like, um, I knew, cause I knew that you, that's how you thought, you know, cause I followed you when you were doing bodybuilding and stuff. Um, I didn't understand it then. But it's, yeah, it's, it's a small shift that makes all the difference. And it's, it's not even like, it's just, and it, it, maybe not even loving to win, but it, it could just be like, hey, I just, I want to, because I, I know I'm capable of it, right? And I want to do the best that I can with this life that I have or with this body that I have, because I love the body and what it can, what it's capable of. Let's see what it can do mm -hmm. rather than like, you know, like when, winning, I, I feel like I'm sure you feel the same now too, but it's like, there's nothing to prove, you know, like it doesn't mean anything anymore. Um, I do it because I love it because I love the experience of it and who I'm becoming and you know, that rather than because I'm, I I'm having to earn, you know, because I'm not doing good enough or that, you know, once I hit a certain weight, then I'll be happy, whatever, you know, Right. Or like proving people wrong. Sometimes I hear that too. It's like, oh, I want to prove this person wrong because they said I couldn't do it. Well, that's like kind of a negative energy, like for yeah. you, for your sport, that's like kind of icky yeah. and that that'll get real twisted, especially yeah. if you don't do well, like yeah. good luck coming out of that one, because then now not only did you prove <laughs> them right, but so it's like, yeah, um, it, it, the whole mindset stuff around sport and business too. So I'm actually going, you know, it's funny how fitness is like so much like business, like the parallels are insane. Almost like posting on Instagram is like doing your cardio and reaching out is like doing your diet. So like, I see the parallels with fitness and business all the time. 
And even that I had to learn how to operate and I'm still learning how to operate from a place of like self-worth and like loving to do it and not being in fear. Like, Oh my God, what if people don't like my program? Like that still comes up for me. Of course. Yeah. So I'm just really like honing in on the inner training to do with business now. Oh, it's almost easier with athletics. Cause it's like, you're in your body, but now this is like mind feeding, mind feeding business. So how do you work through that with your business stuff? Yeah, it's, this is so great. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Uh, emotion is the foundation to everything. Mm-hmm. It's what drives our action. So if you're operating out of a place of fear, um, fear of like, you know, fear that food's going to make me fat, or I'm going to get fat if I don't get my workout in, or I have to do this workout this certain way, you know, in order to feel good, right. To feel good enough. It's, it's like this, this contracting energy. That's just like heavy. Right. Mm -hmm. And it feels like a burden. It feels like a chore. And then you're constantly doubting yourself. And with that energy, like that's going to have, that's going to create something, right. It, It like, some people, you know, probably a lot of people who listen to this podcast, like are able to will themselves through that. Um, but that's going to create a lot of stress on the body you and it's going to feel very tiring, very exhausting. Um, and it and you're going to get attached to this feeling like I, I, I have to do this in order to feel good. Right. Um, or like with business, it's like, hey, I, I need to, you know, um, I need my clients to get these results in order for me to feel happy or um, like just if you're, if you're operating out of a place of love, like inspiration of the impact that you're making and what it's going to mean, uh, that's going to be the thing that, that, that drives you, right. It's going to be, um, motivating, you know, when you're operating from that place. And so we train emotions in my program, you know, like, um, we set this vision of first off, like, what is it that you want to create? What is the life that you want to create? And who, who's the person that you want to be? Like, what does that look like? What does that feel like? And, you know, nobody wants to live, at least nobody wants to consciously live in a life that's full of doubt and worry and anxiety and overwhelm. Right. But that's just been trained. And so, um, we, we train ourselves to be aware when those kind of things come up, and we start to shift them, right? We train, we start to align ourselves with, hey, what would it look like to um, trust my body, to uh, love the gym, to um, have confidence in what I'm doing with my business, right? We train those emotions on a very like specific high focus way. Um, and because emotions, those emotions, like when you're feeling inspired, like anytime you're happy, like that, think back to the day where you know, you were extremely happy. You ate well, you moved a lot, you made good decisions, you had fun, you connected with your loved ones, you were present, right? Um, And the last time that you just like, you really shit the bed, like that was probably a day where you were like anxious or worried or doubtful or, you know, whatever. So, and that, that, that created something. So these emotions can be trained just like how you train your muscles in the gym and you just, and then you just do it over and over and over and beca- until it becomes muscle memory. And that's how you can create, you know, the successful business or the peace with food or a great body or whatever. Yeah. Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned the training thing, because that was a huge epiphany when you and I worked together and did the power of vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were like, we're always training something. 
and you're either training like yourself. So I think one of my words was like connection and freedom. So it's like, I'm either training, oh my God, I'm so not free all the time or, oh my God, I'm free. So it was just, that was a huge epiphany that like, we're always training something and all of these, like you can train joy, you can train peace. And what I love about training is there's progress there. You don't have to just wake up one day and all of a sudden you have it. Like this is something you show up to work on every single day. I love that. That was so helpful for me. Oh yeah. And not just every single day. It's, you know, like just ask yourself, you know, are you aware of what you were thinking in the last minute? You know, like just Mm. every minute of every day. Now, obviously we're not going to be conscious of all of our thoughts. Like the mind is always thinking there's never a moment. It's not thinking, but the more that you can train your awareness of what the mind is doing and how you're feeling in every moment, the more that that gives you control if you're aware of it you can start to control and direct that and start to create the life that you want that connection that freedom whatever that love okay but if you're not aware which most people aren't because everybody's been so conditioned and trained to be very you know not focused like you know i mean like that it's like people only have an attention span of like five seconds these days you know um then you're you're gonna miss out you won't be able to catch it and start to realign with who you want to be. Yeah. Okay. And so like, where do you think the training, uh, the negative training comes from? Cause like the first thing I think of is the news. And like, if you watch the news, it's like, really, it's really negative, really scary. Like they are totally training like fear mindset. Um, but like, where do we learn where do we pick that negative fear-based training up? Yeah. Well, a couple of different places. So first off, like it actually started when you were in the womb of your mother. Um, So whatever your mom went through while she was had your, you know, while she was pregnant with you, um, you know, whatever emotional patterns or like situations that she was in, Mm -hmm. you know, if she was anxious all the time, that anxiety, what got ingrained into your nervous system as you were being created, you know, and so you, you kind of took that on. Um, and then as you grew up from the age of zero to five, when you couldn't like talk, you were just a sponge and you, all you did, you were just an emotional being, right? You just kind of like screamed or laughed or whatever. And so you took on, um, you know, what, what, what was going on in your environment. So if your if your parents were arguing all the time, like there was a lot of anger or maybe there was a lot of fear because you lived in a, a poor neighborhood or something that got sort of ingrained in you. And you also learned, you know from your parents, like if they were always worried about money, well, like you just assume that that's the way to live in the world. So you took on that worry, right? And then, so that's kind of where it started. And then that sort of probably shaped, you know, the the beliefs that you took on, right? And the people that you surrounded yourself with, and then you took on their beliefs and their emotions and, you know, and then talk about the dieting world, you know, like fear of eating too much or fear of not working out or not working out hard enough so much fear around that. And it's not a coincidence that, you know, like, well, I mean, a lot of women have these, you know, struggles with food because they've done so many freaking diets, you know, that has just ingrained so much fear in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's just that repetition has conditioned and program be- become a program in your nervous system and is directing the way that you think and feel about the gym food you know, and why it's never enough. And, and that's, you know, and that will continue until you start to realign the way that you want your relationship with food, the gym or the body to be, you know? Mm. 
And even just consciously choosing your relationship with food versus just letting your beliefs unconsciously pull you this way and that way. I think that's even just a huge awareness to have is like, what relationship do I want to have with the gym versus like, how do I want to look? It like takes your manifestation just a little bit deeper and helps you like consciously create your life and habits. Yeah. And, you know, with women, you know, what worked for us when we were in our 20s doesn't work for us when we're 35 or 40 or 45 or 50, you know, as we get close to menopause. Um, And so that operating out of like, just do more, work harder, eat less, that used to work for us, but it chances are for most women, it doesn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. And so not only is it like, hey, it would be really nice to know peace with food and to like, you know, more freedom in the gym. It's not only would it be nice, but it's actually starting to, it's necessary as you get older, um, to, uh, to start to, you know, kind of look at the gym in from a place of loving the movement rather than forcing myself to grind through things because that grinding sort of perspective is going to create a lot of stress and the body won't lose weight or look good or, you know, get the results you want if there's stress there, it also mm-hmm. won't lose weight if you're eating well and working out and then you're stressed out all the rest, the rest of the 23 hours of the day. You know, if you're all, most women are living in this constant low grade state of anxiety and overwhelm and hurrying and rushing. And it's that, 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 that way of being that's, that's causing them to not see results from their diet and exercise. So they need to not only if they really want that body, they actually have to start to take on a new way of, you know, of being and starting to incorporate breath work or just taking time for yourself and, you know, tra- retraining their beliefs around food. So there's not that constant fear and tension that's mm. living within you. So, okay. So you're saying, um, with movement, you're going basically from forcing it to flowing with it. Yep forced to flow. So what about food? How do you, how do you teach food? Is it more intuitive? Like, do you flow with it? And you're just like, okay, green beans are healthy. I'm going to go with that. Or how, what's like your overarching theme? Yeah. So I start my clients first, like, you know, most of my clients have already tracked macros, but we, we start with tracking macros just to make sure they understand. Um, because we have like different days, like there's like, Hey, there's because most of my clients like love to work out. Okay. So I've got to hold them back from working out so much. And so we have green days, yellow days, and red days. So green days are like, all right, hammer time, you know, like go hard, have fun, do the cardio, do all the things you want to do. Yellow days, we pull back. We just, we kind of like just slow it down and we just kind of have fun in the gym and we flow basically. And then red days are like some body weight movement and just lots of like walking and soft Mm -hmm. training, meditation, Mm -hmm. qigong, stuff like that. Um, and there's different ways of eating on those days. And so I teach them, hey, this is what, how much you would eat on a green day, yellow, red. Um, so I start there just so they understand how to cycle their calories and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I do, I, met, I absolutely move them to intuitive eating and I start to train them, hey, are you hungry? We eat when we're hungry, right? And it's okay to have an empty stomach. There is no, you know, uh, we don't need to eat every three hours. We don't need to be neurotic about our macros. Let's start to listen to the body. So I start by just making sure they understand, you know, how much protein, carbon, fat is in everything, but we definitely move over to intuitive eating and getting and eating when we're hungry. Right. And there's certain signs and symptoms, you know, um, that will tell us like, if we, if we 
you know, our, the body's stressed out and we do need to like eat more or whatever. Um, but, um, but yeah, we, we, I teach them how to spend time with the body, learn how to listen to it, connect to it and be aware, Hey, is this an empty stomach or is this cravings? You know, just the desire, the temptation for taste and the sensation of taste that we're going after, or is it hunger? You know, and most people, because they've just conditioned themselves to be such a robot with diet plans, they have no idea the difference between hunger and an empty stomach Mm. or cravings, you know? And so that's where we kind of start. And, and then, you know, it goes back to just training, Hey, love and appreciation for the body. I'm going to eat in a way that is, that uh, aligns with somebody that, that does it because I'm giving back to the body because I appreciate it because it's my vessel. And, you know, this is, I, they're like, I only have one body and I want to live the best of my life, you know, in the best body that I can. And, and, and so what does that look like? And, and we just start to get really clear about, you know, um, the relationship we want with it. But I mean, as far as what kind of food, I don't preach, um, any specific style. Like I'm not like keto, vegan, high carb, low carb. Like I'm not any of that, like whatever floats your boat, I'm cool with. Right. But, um, we definitely want to make sure that there are some things as you get older, as a, a, as a woman that you, you keep the insulin levels low. And so we moderate, you know, we, we do keep a rain on carbs. Um, and we focus on protein and veggies, like, of course, you know, so Mm. natural type foods, but I'm not even like, I'm not, I'm not even like, oh, you got to go non-processed or anything like that. I'm all about, hey, what, you know, what do you, what feels good in your body and connecting with that? Yeah. Mm. So, okay. So we, earlier we were talking about masculine feminine qualities and you're taking people through a very feminine way of doing things super dude, super feminine. And that's why I want, I wanted to see how you, because I think okay. without you knowing it, you incorporate so much of the, the feminine qualities are stillness listening. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that the inner training is very feminine, listening to our body force versus flow force is masculine flow is feminine, um, mm-hmm. loving your body and pleasure play. Like all of these qualities are super feminine versus like masculine would be like following a diet plan doing this, this, this. So our structure, and like we lived very masculine lives being in CrossFit and bodybuilding. It's like, you do this many reps, you eat this many carbs. And that was all very structured. So right, right now you, I think you embody more of the feminine qualities than you even realize. Interesting. That's great to hear. Like, I, I'm so glad I'm, I'm like, I'm so I, I guess the way that I thought about feminine, cause I'm, that's something that I can like, I'd like to learn more about. Like, it's just maybe like, I just want to be around women. Like, I want to like, like, I want to like not wear my bra, you know, like go out and go hiking and, or like, just go to the restaurant and not wear my bra, you know, like I kind of want to like, just be free, you know? And, and that's kind of like, I guess the, what I meant by, um, I I'd like to sort of upgrade that, you know, or like, that's the next step is just kind of be with some women and just, just let it out and just dance, you know, that kind of thing, which I can't wait to do with you. (laughs) I'm so excited. I really am. Um, and I think that's a great, I think that's a good way to up level. And I want that more too, in my life, like when you're around other women and you guys are just, and it's just like girl time, you know what I mean? When you're giggling and like you said, like not wearing your bra and just doing whatever you want and talking about whatever you want. And there's almost like no filter. Cause sometimes when we're around men, it, it happens. And 
that's a good thing. Like, you know, the masculine gives us so much support and they hold us in a certain way too, but they can't do it the way girlfriends can. Mm -hmm. And I learned that because I used to try to make Ian, like (laughs) go to Reiki circles with me. And I'm like, come on, like whatever. And then I would go and be there with all my girls. And I'm like, actually, like, I don't want him here right now. And that's not anything against him. It's just the the feminine energy is something that's, um, you don't get from men. Total heart opening. It's, it's so great because we're opening to our own, like we're seeing the divine feminine in others and it's giving us the permission to be our divine feminine goddess. And that's something that I'm also just realizing too, is like, we are such powerful creators on this planet. Um, like us as female divine energy is like so powerful. Like we are freaking Queens and goddesses. And I am just now realizing this and, um, we are so powerful just because we're girls. Like that's the, that's the power is that, that accessing that love too, you know, like, so if we can open that, if I can open up that more, I can only imagine what, I, cause I'm already, you know, creating a lot of great stuff, but yeah, that's why I'm, I'm super excited. Like I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited for the, for the retreat. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I am too. I really am. I think about it like every single day. Um, oh, cool. And so I'm, I'm curious, like about the retreats that you've had in the past and like this one coming up. So like, what's that experience been like for you? Cause that's something that I like totally am so excited to, to get into. Um, mm-hmm. and so can you talk a little bit about like the experience that you've had running them, like what people have come out with, and then I guess what's coming up in March, how mm-hmm. it all plays together. Yeah. So basically like the, the vision that I had in mind, like I've done several, um, retreats personally, and then. I've had a couple that I've ran just for um, my clients and friends. And the what I want to teach is how to, I guess, you know, how to blend, how to how to blend, um, you know, fitness and getting fit with making it fun and easy and and also getting clear about, um, you know, the vision, like the vision of the person you need you you want to be, but also the person that you need to be. And so that's kind of like the thing, right? So it's like when it comes down to creating anything in our life and, you know, when it comes to like this, the retreat that we're doing, what we're going to do is we're got to, we got to name what we want. Right. And so, you know, the women at my retreats, usually it's like, you know, I want to be fit or I want, like, I just want to know more peace or I want to better, um, I want to love the gym more or whatever. Um, I want to, you know, be more present with my family, with my relationships you know, and be fit. Like there's like this whole experience. It's not just about the body. It's like everything, like, you know, like, Hey, I want this relationship with food in the gym. And, you know, I'm a loving person. And I, and I just like, I'm, I feel so alive and I feel so grateful and I have all this energy. And so we name like what that looks like. And then we, so that's like day one. And then day two, we get familiar with, okay, where are we? Right. Like, um, so where, what sort of, uh, like just even look at the last 24 to 48 hours right now and and look at what is my mind thinking, right? What is the mind thinking? What have my emotion, where have my emotions been? Have I been really anxious, really hard on myself, beating myself up, guilt, shame, like worried, you know, where, where, where am I? Um, and also like the actions and the patterns that I'm in, you know, do I have some like habits that I'm not proud of? Um, and then we just start to, uh, we we start to align ourselves so day one is name what we want day two is 
what, where am I? What does it, what does not align? What do I, you know, with who I want to be? Um, or what do I not like about what's not okay in my life? What do I not like about what's the way I am? And then the day, day three is alignment. So like, okay, let's start to take the steps. Like what's my next step? How do I become that? How do I be, how do I bridge the gap from where I am to where I want to be? Um, and, and starting to literally, uh, train the psyche, the, the, the nervous system and the mind to, to step into states of peace, of love, of trusting the body of, um, you know, choosing to be, you know, giving back to the body, somebody that appreciates the body who, um, is, is, um, you know, uh, who, who goes to the gym out of love, like works out from a place of love and play and giving back to the body, but rather than something that I have to do or I force myself to do. So we start to train that way of being throughout every single day, right? So we, we train love in the gym because we do a workout every day. We do um, some internal energy work. Um, so we're training peace. I'm giving, I'm teaching women how to access and, and cultivate you know, deeper states of peace and calm that they have never experienced because you can't train it unless you know what that, that calmness and that peace feels like. Um, and then we do a lot of inner work. We do a lot of like walking in the woods, you know, in nature and becoming aware of, oh, what's going on in the mind, right? Like where, where are my thoughts at? And then shifting, practicing, like literally training the mind to orient and, and think in the way that, that the person I, I choose to become would think. Right. I choose to trust myself. I, um, I, it's everything's okay. There's no rush. Um, you know, I love this because what I, you know, we just start to train ourselves into that way of being. So that's how it goes. So we name the vision day one, day two, we figure out, okay, where are we? Day three, we align. Um, and then day four is going to, usually I did it for three days, but this time it's going to be four days. And the fourth day, I think we're just going to like just celebrate and just, vibe on each other. So, Oh yes. I got goosebumps. (laughs) That's so fun. Like celebrating all this work that we've just done and like all this presence that we've just cultivated and all of these conscious decisions. Um, I think it's really good to celebrate the work that you do on the inside because, Mm -hmm. you know, like little wins along the way to the big one is like really exciting. Yeah. And also like, just so you know, you know, well, I think, you know, but like (laughs) this retreat is it's, it's going to be a silent retreat. Like, so it's not like you're fun. Like everybody's like, like, like when we work out, I don't want everybody cheering for each other. I don't want that kind of, I don't want that stimulus. I want it to be, everything's very internal. I want you to see what's going on inside Mm. because if we're, if we're shouting and talking and looking at our phones and computers, you miss all of it. And so um, you know, during the retreat, it's, there's going to be no technology. Um, it's going to be, uh, pretty much silent and except for maybe around, um, that when we're eating, you know, we can talk then, um, or when there's doing, we're doing lectures or something like that. And then come Sunday, we're, that's when we'll just kind of let it all out. And probably like, you know, like certain parts, like ecstatic dance and stuff like that, like, you know, but for the most part, like it's going to be very much internal. Mm, That's so good. It's so good. Because like, if we never shut up, (laughs) then we'll never be able to hear what's going on. And that's like the different, it's like a total feminine quality too, because if we're always creating, like, even if you look at it, like a creation standpoint, if we're always creating and doing this and doing that very external yeah, and we never slow down and create stillness, then we never listen to what our body and what our mind and what's actually going on and what we need. 
And then like, if you think about, okay, I look at masculine and feminine in this way too. Like the feminine is like the fertile soil. It's like the tilled soil that nothing's been placed in yet. It's our womb space. It's the space in the universe. And the masculine is basically like the seed that gets inserted into the soil. But in order to create a seed, in order to plant a seed, we need the soil. So by us, like getting still and silent for a couple of days is going to be the best possible thing for creating what we want to move forward. Cause we can actually finally hear what we want. Right. And that's why it's been like, for me in my own life, I need to just slow down after this last round of conscious champion. Cause I do feel it evolving into like some sort of mastermind. But if I just jump right in into creating a mastermind, then I'm not super creating that, that soil and almost like letting the dead things fall off, picking all the weeds out, creating that nice black soil so that I can create consciously going forward. So exactly that silence and stillness is imperative in, in the yeah. universe in like creating like life, like in our bodies and planting gardens, it's everything. Yeah. Because if you can't, if you can't see it, you know, like then if you're not aware of when it happened, like, cause we only had that small moment, that window of opportunity right before you eat that, you know, that thing that you're not really hungry for, but you're just wanting the, the taste of it. There's that window of opportunity before you eat that, that you can be aware, oh, I see that the mind is thinking, I have to have this, I need this right now, it would taste so good, right? Which is just a pattern of thinking, which is kind of coming from this place of fear, usually like, you know, like fear, I'm not like, it's not gonna be there later, or, um, you know, just, uh, I, I feel like I'm gonna feel better if I have this thing, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and if you're not aware that that is there existing and driving your action, well, then you just continue to, continue to create that action and you just live that repetition, the same pattern day after day after day. So the thing that breaks that pattern is absolutely number one, awareness. Okay. And then, so we, yeah, exactly. So we go heavy into that awareness. And then after that, that's when, you know, you connect, you start to train the mind to connect with the vision that you, um, that you set for yourself like who, what's you know what's the, the what's the relationship i want with with food do i want to be somebody that has self-control or that only eats when she's hungry or whatever and then it's about freaking just getting in the gym and crushing it like not real gym but i mean like the Your internal mind. gym yeah mind gym and yeah just repetition after repetition and starting to train yourself into the being that you want to be yeah yeah. And that just even made me think of like getting uncomfortable. Like it's going to be uncomfortable to stand oh, up sure. to that pattern. Cause that pattern is like this big monster that you've kind of been training forever. And when you stand up to it and you're like, not today pattern, it's yeah. actually like kind of scary and uncomfortable. Um, yes. Yeah. It's about, and that's why like, that's the next thing that I do with my girls is I train, we train more, we train you know, certain qualities that you want to be like loyalty, loyalty to the person that you choose to be, the um, you know, love for the body and gratitude for the body. Yes. Respect for the body, respect for the, for your life, like in the, the life that you want to create, right? Like, like you, like that, you know, to me, when you, when you take that action, that's a, that's an action of respect. When you, when you align yourself, you're respecting the life that you've been given. Then you're mm -hmm. also training, we, we train self-control, right? Like that's, you know, self-control of the mind, self-control of those temptations, um, you know, and we train discipline. So it's like we it, it's it's all of it. Right. And and it, because we need to train those things in order to 
um, to commit to taking that action, you know, regardless, especially when you don't feel like doing it, you know? So yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool ride, man. You know, um, not everybody's in it, like not everybody's willing to do that. And that's kind of like, that's okay, you know, but, um, like, that's just where I've gone with my type of coaching these days is, you know, I don't, I'm not here to help you lose weight, you know, like anybody can lose weight in a year, you know, but I'm here to train mastery, you know, and that's going to be something that is, that takes, that's, that's a journey, you know, that's a multi-year process. Um, and, you know, I think that these days right now, many people are done with being entertained with short-term diets and just the same old bullshit, you know, same old dieting advice, eat this, do this workout, blah, blah, blah. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are starting to realize that and, and that they want to just, they want to create a life that's meaningful that, that they want. And, um, you know, uh, and are the, there's, and are willing to do what's required to make that happen, you know? And so those are the kind of people that I want to work with. Not everybody's ready for that because like we said, it takes a ton of commitment. Um, but there's nothing more satisfying than to see somebody shift and change over time into the life that they want, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And like you said, it, it takes the pain. It has to be when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain yeah. of whatever you have to do to change your life. And it's a total lifestyle shift. And I'm so happy you articulated the difference between just doing a diet and losing weight and, and self-mastery and self-mastery is like, you could master your mind, your body, and your spirit. And then there are layers to all of that shit. Cause then it comes down to like self-worth and self-love and like, why are we not? Oh, and respecting the body. I wanted to comment on that. When I quit bodybuilding, I went so far the other way. And I'm like, I am not this body I, like this. And, it, and then I learned like two or three years later, like, oh no, actually I have a body and this is going to house my soul's purpose. So I do need to respect this incarnation. And, yeah. and I think in Ram Das, who I was talking about earlier, taught me that, that like okay. by us dishonoring our spirit our spiritual being or our physical being, we're actually dishonoring our incarnation. And I did that for a while after, cause you know, bodybuilding is like just on how you look. It's not even how you perform in the gym. People don't care how yeah. strong you are. They don't even care what you weigh or how much body fat percentage you have. They care about your physical appearance. And so I was so just like fucking sick of it. And, um, I went totally the other way, stopped working out. I'm like this really, and even now it's kind of hard for me to like get that motor going again, Yeah. but I'm now realizing. And instead of totally resisting that, I'm like, no, this is actually like, yes, I'm a spiritual being, but I'm also physical and I need this body to carry out my purpose. So I need to respect this incarnation and respect this life and take care of all sides of me because yeah. it matters. And so that was, that was a big, huge lesson and epiphany for me. And I almost felt kind of stupid. Like, after I was like, oh yeah, I do need to, but since I was 14, I've been in bodybuilding shows. So like I grew up like my adolescence and like into adulthood was how do you look? And then cue Instagram, how many right. likes do you have because of how you look like, oh, so I'm still like getting like piecing these together to where I create like a cohesive everyday routine. Um, that was a big thing for me was respecting this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and that's, that's basically what I, you know, teach women is how to change that from a place of, um, it's not like, like, like it's not enough or I, it, like I have to, you know, it has to look a certain way. Um, 
or or even the the other direction that hey like the body's just a body like whatever no it's like hey man like this is my vessel this i only get one um and it's my job to create the vessel that i want to live life through right mm -hmm. and um and you know and everybody has their own you know direction of how where they want to take that but you know for me it's it's i want to I want to be able to experience life in a certain way. I want to feel strong and resilient and, uh, and you know, have endurance to, to go on, you know, long walks or whatever, like, and that it's up to me, you know, to, to create that because that's, what's going to allow me to live the best life that's possible. And so that's, yeah, like giving, I, I see all of my workouts as a way to give to the body. And this morning, like my body was not feeling it. And this is the thing, biggest thing that I've had to train um, because I can, I can just will myself through shit, right? That's, that's my pattern. And so it's, it's that fine balance of listening. Hey, the body, the body needs some rest today, you know, and we got to have that balance there. And um, that's, and so I just ended up going for like a nature walk, you know, and doing some soft training, but I'm still moving it, right? Like there's still, I still have this structure um, and I, I'm just the, my, you know, I just do soft training instead of hard training, basically all completely just love and appreciation for the body that I've been given, you know? Oh my God. And listening to it. Um, and I saw one of your posts and you were talking about how you like to train outside now or some, some, well, I know it's cold in Colorado, but like mm -hmm. there was a post where you had kind of like your barbell set up outside and you were saying how um, training outside has been super enjoyable for you. Yeah. Um, you know, what's interesting. So I used to, I used to be at a gym. I used to manage this gym. And, uh, then I was just like a member there and they actually, when I started to do all this work, they kicked me out because I, it was a CrossFit gym and I refused to track my time and do the workouts like RX. And they wanted me because, because of my like history as a CrossFit games athlete, they wanted me to like, be, you know, I don't know, motivate people and push hard and, and record my times and stuff like that. And I wanted nothing to do with that. So they booted me. And that was really interesting. At first it hurt. I was like, that's weird, you know, but um, the uh, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. That was the, the seed where I was like, okay, well, I don't have a gym because I live in a small town. And so um, I just started training out of my garage and that's when COVID happened. So it all kind of just fell into place. Um, and, uh, and then I just did, I developed this really keen, enjoyable experience with working out outside and in my gym, just not having to wait for anybody, look up to anybody, prove anything to anyone, or like, we're, like I just, I, I rest as much as I want. I lift whatever weight I want that day. I do whatever movement I want. Like, like the way that I choose workouts these days, I pick one and then I change everything about it. I change the <laughs> movement, I change the weight, I change the time, I change the reps, I change the rest. I just do what I want because I make loving the movement and and you know using that that workout as an appreciation for the body the most important thing. And and there's nothing better. I have this, you know, the woods right in front of me. And I just feel alive. I just feel connected. I, I feel like I'm not caught up in all the bullshit that um, you can find, you know, that really sort of distorts your, um, you know, how enjoyable that working out can be. So, yes. Yeah. Um, so where did, so spirit stuff, 
when did this start to kind of come into your life? Um, cause I noticed like you wear your mala beads sometimes and I know you're meditating and it, you're like, where are they? Um, I, know. <laughs> I had them earlier cause I went and meditated, but I must've, I don't know, they're probably out there. But. So how did that, did that kind of come online? Like when the inner training stuff did, was it kind of just a one in the same or were you like, Oh, inner training. Oh, what's the spirit stuff? Yeah. So in the beginning, I just saw the inner training, like, and when I call it inner training, like when you see me on Instagram and it looks it, like in the beginning, it, was, it, it looks like meditation, but I'm actually training the mind, right? Like I'm training the mind to think and feel a certain way. Um, and I'm training awareness and all that stuff. Um, so it started off with like, Hey, this is where I want to be. I wanted peace with food. I just wanted my pain and suffering to end, right? Like the, the, the fear and the anxiety that I had around food, I just wanted that to end. And so I was training my mind. And, um, then, you know, probably after a year, uh, no, not even probably maybe six months into it, I started to get more into the spiritual side, meaning just like, um, just uh being still and present and and just kind of like develop yeah actually as of recently like developing my spirit into the the spirit i want to be like i guess it's kind of all the been the same but i feel like this last year has been more spiritual based um how do i get into it it's just um it's just like the next level like i just uh I think I'll, I'll hear somebody say something and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then I kind of dive into that on YouTube or, um, or just my own experience. And I just, um, I go do like sound journeys or, um, you know, just, uh, I've been doing Qigong, you know, like that's kind of mm -hmm. spiritual, but it all goes hand in hand. Um, I'm all, all of it is designed to create the, the person that I want to be somebody who's, peaceful and loving, like loves, you know, has a life that no matter what happens in my life, I'm unshaken and I'm, and I love my life. And I know, and, you know, and I'm at peace, you know, I don't need things to feel peaceful. I don't need things to feel calm or relaxed. I've trained it in me. And so it's all been kind of part of it. You know, it's, it's, it's just, I think every single time that you meditate, you almost kind of just go a little deeper and you go a little deeper. So and who, I don't know what I'm doing, dude. I'm just going for a ride, you know, like, and I'm sure when we do like the retreat, like I'm going to learn something else and you know, it's going to take me somewhere else. So yeah. So it's just being open to the experience. And yeah, I think that when you do start to quiet the outside world and you do go within, even though you are training the mind, you're starting to listen to, to another voice. That's not yeah. the external voice. So you're starting just by just by doing that, it starts to open up like the spirit world because it's not yeah. out here. Like out here is a spirit world. Yes. But you have to know it in here first to see it in everything and everybody. Um, so that's really, really, really cool. And I'm so curious about Qigong. Yeah. And that that's actually, yeah, I'll, I'll show it to you at the retreat. Um, okay. I don't know if we'll, t if I'll teach it cause it just, it takes some time to actually learn it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've done, I've also, uh, during the process, I've become energy certified, like an energy practitioner. So I do kind of like Reiki, but not like I don't touch and it's, it's a little different. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically what I consider spiritual is just opening up your heart, like learning how to open your heart a little bit more and a little bit more and leaning in a little bit more and 
and the energy work has helped the qigong has helped the stillness meditations everything it's all part of it mm-hmm. it and you can't that's the thing about this work is you can't force it you can't rush it it just unfolds when it you know when it does yeah that's it Mm, such a beautiful way to tie it all together. I love it. Cause the spirit kind of is in everything. It's even in workouts. Like, you know, when your mind says no, that's the spirit is sometimes what takes you to that next level, especially when you're an athlete and you're trying to push through some stuff. Um, the body will take you so far. And then it's like a mental willpower thing. Oh, yeah. And then, then it's like the inspiration, the spirit comes through and pushes you, mm-hmm. you know, that little extra, or maybe we'll, um, with food control and stuff like that, sometimes the inspiration of another person will say, okay, no, not today. When the mind is like, and the body's like, yes, I want it. I find that spirit can sometimes be that little extra push over the edge and like energy. That's such a great way to put it too. Like that energy flows through everything and is everything. So like that in itself is the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. It's super yes. cool. Yeah. And I th- like the only way to start to develop that is just spending time with yourself like that's that's what i've noticed so and there's just man dude there's just there's no um replacement there's no replacement there's no food there's no clothes there's no podium there's no person there's no money there's nothing that replaces that and when you understand when you catch that even all you gotta do is feel it once like and then it's just like and then just start to train it, you know, and don't forget, like, you know, just consistently because the mind will try to make you forget, you know? Yeah. Cause then it's like kind of losing a battle. Like when you're kind of in your presence and in your spirit and in your energy, yeah. your mind isn't doing its thing yeah, like it used Please. to. So it's like losing, it's, it's losing that battle. And it's like, Hey, yeah. What are you yeah, doing? No, no not going to open that door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for what's coming up for us too. And I'm, I'm so happy that we yeah. finally got a chance to record a podcast together. It literally yeah. feel like this was probably one of the best episodes and it was so helpful and so valuable and everybody loved when you came on conscious champion and talked. So cool. I'm really excited for like, you know, 2022 and like what we have coming up and yeah, dude, yeah. I'm so happy we're connected. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I'm excited to do all the things with you and share all the tools. And, you know, you're also like, I'm going to support your journey. You're going to support mine just because we have different things to bring and it's just going to be epic. So I'm looking forward to it. I agree. Epic is a good word for that. Um, and so like, if people want to find you, do you want to talk a little bit about where people can find you, what you have going on, like your coaching stuff, let people know. (laughs) Um, so I'm, I've, I've, I've just been like, screw Facebook, screw email. I'm just like kind of over some of this stuff. Um, so I am still doing Instagram. Instagram's my main hub. So you can find me at natalie.newhart. Um, and then you can also, uh, you know, check out my website. If you want to learn about the retreat that we're talking about, um, that's going to be in March of 2022 that, um, Danny and I are going to lead together and that's going to be in Sedona, Arizona. So um, hopefully there's still some spots when you're listening to this podcast, who knows, but there's not many spots available. So if that intrigues you at all, definitely go check it out on my website at fitaddictednutrition.com. So I'll just say that again, because it's long fitaddictednutrition.com. And then if you're just like, hey man, I really want to talk to this chick, like I'm ready for self-mastery. I really want to just up-level my life and create the body and life I want. 
uh, go ahead and go to talktonat.com and you can schedule um, a free consult with me and we'll see if you're if you're a good fit, you know, if you're in enough pain to, you know, be willing to go through the trenches and create, you know, an extraordinary life. Um, so yeah, talktonat.com if you're interested in coaching and that's it. Those three places. Awesome. Thank you so much. And everybody listening, you won't be disappointed. I can tell you I've worked with Natalie and what's super fun is the vision I had with you was me walking on stage, introducing a retreat to people who were sitting crisscross in the grass. And now here we are like literally a couple months away from mm-hmm. doing that. So are you, are you connecting to it every day? I haven't oh. been, but I Ooh. need to, I know, okay. but um, I will I'll, be I'll now. In touch with you. Yeah. Yes, please do. We need to snap that back into place. Um, yeah. but it's just cool to see it kind of come around full circle and I might be doing my own at the end of like in May or June or something like that. So it's just really cool to see like the little pieces and how it's fallen in together since we've created that vision together. And you totally helped me out of like a time where I was, I was in pain and I needed to change my life and like, girl. Yeah. Yeah, We weren't having that shit. We're not going down the real estate game. (laughs) You're like, this is not for you. No, I know it's not for you. So sit down and do this work. And yeah. Yeah. So it's like, so cool to be almost, um, I would say, a year, maybe nine months later, maybe nine months or so later to like where we started working together and now where, how this vision has like come to fruition and is like, so I just want to say thank you. Yeah, of course. Of course, babe. Hmm. I know what you're capable of. And I just saw you going down, you know, just, and that's fine, but we have to go down that path in order to learn that we're off the path. So yeah, I can tell, you can just tell you're aligned, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I owe, I owe a lot of that to you. So thanks. No problem. We do it for each other. Yes. And thanks for coming on my podcast to talk to me and everybody. I appreciate you so much. Of course. Yes. And thank you everybody for listening as always. I'll see you on the next one. Peace. Yeah.